You're listening to the Creative Business Success Podcast, where we translate left brain business jargon and strategies for right brain creatives like you. Our mission is to help you transform from starving artist to thriving creative and create a business and career you love without the overwhelming confusion. Hey, I'm Jen, the creative business strategist behind the Creative Entrepreneurs Lab, and I am honored to be your guide through this sometimes crazy creative business maze. You can be a thriving creative entrepreneur, and this podcast is here to help you along the way. Today, I'm talking with Angela, a personal stylist out of St. Louis. She's been trying to connect with her ideal clients, but has been having trouble finding them. Local marketing is hard, but we're going to work through some ways that she can find the women that need her and help her expand her business. Let's get started. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. I run a personal styling business called Angela Moore Personal Styling. I'm based in St. Louis, Missouri. And my focus right now is women, young moms. I just added photography styling as well. So I do maternity uh, photos, family photos, engagements. Uh, I like to help people kind of sort through their wardrobes and get their you know lives in order. A lot of people don't think that a personal stylist is a real thing or somebody that can actually come and help them out. So it's really exciting for me to get to do that. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that a lot of women struggle with. But like you said, they just mm-hmm. don't realize it's something or they think it's something that's for people who are making like three times what they make in a year and they right. can't afford someone. Yeah, exactly. I think you've got a great service there and you just got to figure out how to get you out there. So tell everybody what we're going to be working on today. Well, we're going to be working on marketing. I feel like I've tried a lot of the traditional routes, Facebook, Instagram, but I'm sort of at a loss uh, what to do beyond that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for for local businesses, online marketing can definitely be a bit difficult because online reaches everybody. So if you're, if you're targeting people, it sometimes gets to the wrong audience. So I'm excited to get to talk about doing local marketing and some ways that you might be able to connect with people in your area because St. Louis isn't a tiny city. So I definitely think you've got some, <laughs> some places to go with that. So I went and I took a look at your website and everything and you, you've narrowed it down really well. So you're not offering 5,000 different things that are tangentially related, but not really. I know that one of the things that you offer is packing assistance, right? Right. Okay. So for that, one of the things I was thinking is you could reach out to local travel agents and mm. offer to have that as an add-on package for their vacations and that sort of stuff. So that way they're kind of selling it for you. But at the same time, they get to set themselves apart from the other travel agents in the area who may not offer that kind of service. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, because most people don't think about it. But if they're working with a travel agent, then they're already taking their recommendations. And if they're, especially if they have a big family, a lot of the time you're trying to keep the packing down to a minimum. So having someone come in is, could be really beneficial for them. Yeah. And then you mentioned you worked with, you've already connected with photographers in the area, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what all have you done with them so far? Um, I've mostly worked with them insofar as that since I'm just starting to add that on to something that I offer, I'm doing it for free. Like I'm not charging them mm-hmm. for my services or anything like that. So it's mostly just sort of a collaboration where I work with them, they work with me. And then if it goes well, then we can kind of take it from there. Um, okay. So that's sort of what I've been offering right now. Okay. So are there specific photographers that you're targeting to work with or yes um i do have a couple specific ones in the area one is called Cairo photography and then the other one um is jane landry photography i believe 
Okay. And what kind kind of clients are they typically working with? Iris photography is a lot of weddings. They do engagements a lot. And then Jane Landry is sort of, she started out in family portraits, but she wants to kind of narrow it down to children. Okay. Yeah, I know that for a lot of folks trying to coordinate all their kids is not their favorite thing. So <laughs> No, it is such a struggle sometimes. Okay. So, and I guess that kind of leads into the weddings. Also, I know that you, you mentioned on the website that you do weddings and engagements and stuff. Have you thought at all about connecting with wedding coordinators? No, actually, which okay. is kind of a funny thing. I didn't, I didn't make that, make that leap yet. <laughs> well, cause one thing I was thinking, like, I mean, there's the obvious, they can talk with the bride, you could coordinate the like bridesmaids and everything, but a lot of the time that's already taken care of. But what often mm-hmm. isn't is the, the rest of the family. So like, the mother of the bride and groom and, and all that sort of stuff. And I know that a lot of women struggle with finding the right outfit for that because they know they're going to be in the pictures as the moms and they want right. to look good. So that might be something yeah. to offer specifically is styling the wedding party outside of just the bridesmaids and groomsmen. Mm, okay. Because yeah, it's such a all good right. day and everyone wants to make sure they look oh my the goodness, best. Look the best. Yeah. It is so stressful when you're trying to coordinate yeah. all of that. I totally understand that. Yeah. And a lot of the time, I mean, they don't know what everyone else is wearing. So they might know the colors, but not the styles of everyone else. Right. So yeah, I would definitely reach out to that kind of market. Oh, that's great. And then you know, you've said that you reached out to churches and everything. Have you thought about any other women's groups in the area? Yeah, I guess not. I guess I'm, again, I'm sort of at a loss. Is like, so churches, I know they have uh, a lot of women who get together and they do like mom's night out or sometimes they'll bring in people for just different speaking engagements. So I guess beyond that, I hadn't really been able to come up with anything past churches. All right. So one thing I would recommend with that for women's groups is connecting with chambers of commerce and looking for business and entrepreneur related groups, because Mm -hmm. those would be the type of women who probably have the budget. And also because they're trying to look their best, I know that even if you have a lot of stuff, sometimes you still look at it and it just gets overwhelming. And, and that would be the perfect people to get your lookbook out to. Because that way, if they upgrade to your lookbook, then they can always look back through. And that's something that most people are not going to be able to find. Okay. Well, I guess and along with that, so Chambers of Commerce, is that mm-hmm. just something, this maybe just seems like an obvious question, but is that something that you can just sort of typically go online and find or? Yeah, most, okay. most. I mean, like I live in a very, very small town in Ohio and, and we have mm-hmm. the Chamber of Commerce. So if you just Google St. Louis Chamber of Commerce and any other larger cities or cities that you're willing to work with within a certain radius of St. Louis, then you should be able to find a contact person for them. And they love to put on workshops and that sort of thing for their members. So Got it. Okay. So I got it. So because you said Chamber of Commerce, my gosh, I know, I know that we, I know where that is, but I wonder, I was wondering how that would be a different type of outreach, but now I understand. Got it. Okay. And then also if you go on places like meetup.com and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. there's a lot of entrepreneur groups on there and they are the same way they like to put on workshops and presentations for their members. So Okay. Well that's great. And you're in the Chamber of Commerce and those other meetup groups might have some ideas for other audiences in the area that you could reach out to as well. Okay. Oh these are all such great ideas. I was kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you've got a lot of places you can go with this. So I want to be able to give you as many options and you can just like pick one, focus on it and go from there and then pick another one and just keep building on it. That's awesome. (laughs) And then uh, I had one other thought for 
of working directly with people locally is finding consignment shops and boutiques and also Mm. offering workshops there because they could do it in off hours or kind of like semi-close for Mm -hmm. an hour to do that. And then you can take their actual items, show how they work together, and then increases their sales and hopefully brings in clients for you. So you could do kind of a women's night out that way as well. Okay. Because I I have a, a friend who runs a consignment shop and she's been looking to do that sort of stuff, but it's hard to find people. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I would look at that. Um, I'd also try to get some video testimonials as you start building up your clientele. You've got some great testimonials on the site already, but being able Mm -hmm. to see them and see some of the stuff that you've put together for this specific woman is often really helpful, especially if it's a body type that tends to be hard to dress. Being able to Mm -hmm. see that is going to build some confidence as well. Would you suggest too, so I have a little tab on my site for my blog, which mm-hmm. is sort of the last thing that I think about. And I did see this on uh, another person's website that I thought might be a good idea. So when you say video testimonials, that would be great. Do you think it would also be beneficial to, so say I styled a particular client, I should take a few pictures and just sort of put that as like, oh, I did so-and-so's closet clean out today. And here's some of the outfits that we have. And it's just sort of add a few pictures. So at least it looks like, you know, being active and maybe they're not video testimonials right now, but, you know, it's recent. Yeah. Yeah, that can definitely work. Um, Make sure that you get written consent from your clients for that just in case. But I I don't imagine most of them are going to mind. And then just use that as a jumping off point as well. So like, you can you can use it as just a case study, but then also talk about why these particular pieces work for that person. And that'll help build your authority and expertise as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Hey, I've got a quick business tip for you. You can set up a workflow to process your client leads automatically as they come in. The process will be more streamlined for your clients and it'll save you loads of time in emails. You can easily set up an automated workflow using Lubsado, a CRM made just for creative entrepreneurs like you. Then all you have to do is sit back and relax. You can get a free trial with no time limit by going to thecelab.com slash Dubsado. Sign up for Dubsado today and reclaim your time. So yeah, I'm excited to see how they go for you too. So those are the ideas I had for local stuff for working directly with people. Have you thought at all about doing PR though? No, not at all. Okay. I think you've got some really great stuff that you could do. So we've got Christmas coming up, right? And it's a ways off, but because of the way that news works, if you start pitching now, you're more likely to get on. So if you reach out to local newspapers or TV stations or radio shows or anything like that, you could pitch them making your family Christmas photos coordinated. And so that way okay. you can show your expertise, but it's timely and it's related to what they're going to be bringing on to the shows and everything. So, okay. So I, I should say that I've thought about that a little bit, but I, I guess the, my hesitation is who is the right person? And then I'm also thinking, well, you know, why would they be interested? It's sort of, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So finding the right person is, it depends on the publication, essentially. And if you scary, find a producer, that's usually get, a good place to start it's really because fun. as yeah. a producer, they work with everybody and they can direct you to the right person. There may also be a specific department that sources stories. So yeah, reaching out to the producer or finding an editor that works specifically with finding the stories for their reporters is a good place to start. And most of the time, they try to make it pretty clear because they want stories coming in because the less work they have to do, the better. Mm-hmm. 
So I would highly recommend checking out Emily Raquette. She is a PR professional. She worked as a reporter on TV for like a decade and Mm -hmm. she moved into doing PR work on the other side. And she has some really great resources on learning how to pitch and when to pitch and what to pitch and all that sort of stuff. So if you're in a local angle or a timely angle like Christmas and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. then you're much more likely to get picked up. Okay, yeah, that that would be really exciting. Yeah, I I really love doing those opportunities and they can be a little bit scary, but once you get started, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, getting to show what you do in person and then you can also use that on your website. You can take that segment that you filmed and it just boosts you that much more. It definitely, oh my gosh, okay. This is great. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Thank you so much. Wow. There's all such great ideas. And I mean, then like next year, you can go into like New Year, new wardrobe, find your perfect Valentine's Day outfit and wow, you're Um, a guy or whatever and that sort of stuff. And as you build relationships with the local media outlets, it'll be easier to get in. They might even come to you and say, hey, do you have anything for us for this particular holiday? And find (laughs) us. Essentially, the easier you make their job, the more likely you get on and then people will see it and it'll just snowball from there. I love that. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So those are the main things. Yeah, now this is all great. Really great ideas. Oh, gosh, I can't believe I didn't think of any (laughs) any of this, but I'm so glad that I I contacted you. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, even for me, I have all of these ideas, but then you get stuck and someone else can come in. And it just starts lighting off all the light bulbs and you start thinking of things that you hadn't thought about before. And they may seem common sense, but sometimes it just takes that outside perspective to point them out and and get everything flowing again. So Absolutely. I mean, even as a coach, I like to go out and work with other people <laughs> to <laughs> bounce ideas off of and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. I really think that just helping me find fresh ideas is really helpful because, you know, like I told you before, and you just said it, you know, I just kind of got stuck. Like there were different Mm -hmm. aspects that I know that I wanted to kind of pursue. Like I thought about newspapers or, you know, just the style segment on TV, but I thought, gosh, how do I even do that? But, you know, talking to somebody who's like, oh, you should, you know, work with a PR person or whatever, you know, that's, I just would never have thought about that. Yeah. And PR is always one of those things that's a little bit out of most of us small entrepreneur wheelhouses because it's something you think of as being a bigger outlet. But pretty much anybody can get on as long as you make the reporter's job easy, make sure that it's something that the local audience will care about and essentially just make it something that is going to be valuable for both you and them. Right. Well, and it's it's important too. I feel like I feel like personal styling really does help other people I'm you know I think if you feel good you look good and it translates into confidence and so that's really what I believe and so I you know everybody should know how to dress themselves well it's not it's not hard yeah you know, I just want to give people right. good ideas like, yeah and exactly yeah talk, and being able to work with someone like you I think would help a lot of women who struggle with that and don't know what to wear because there's a lot of body types that they just make it difficult to find stuff for, you know so. they they absolutely do. And I, I would like to see that change. But, you know, there's definitely ways to utilize what you have. So I think that's important to know. Yeah. All right. So tell everybody where they can find you online so they can connect with you and get to work on their personal style. Sure. So you can find me. Um, my address is so it's AngelaMoorePersonalStyling.com. And you can connect with me on Instagram at A Stylist and check me out there. 
Awesome. All right. And we will link to those in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on, Angela. And I'm excited to see where you take this. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to the Creative Business Success Podcast. I hope you got some great takeaways from this episode. And if you want some accountability to help you follow through on those takeaways, you should join us over in our Facebook group called The Lab for Creative Entrepreneurs. I'd love to see you in there and hear what your biggest aha moment was. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and make sure to leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps other creatives discover the podcast and learn along with you. Until next time.